Thank you, sir. I was reading the other day the story that you're so familiar with of David and Goliath. And I thought how cool it would be if their confrontation was set to music. So out comes David, and Goliath is out spouting for 40 days, send your best, I'll whoop you, and you'll serve us. And nobody can beat me, and he's nine feet tall, and out comes this little shepherd boy with a slingshot. And in my mind, this started to play. <laughs> So, do you approve of that? Okay. So then I'm thinking for Goliath, what can you play for a nine-foot undefeated giant? And so I started to think about what kind of a person he had to be because he'd always gotten his way. I mean, if you're nine feet tall, the coaches in his school were going to pass it no matter what his grades were. And he got a full ride in college, and Goliath just had it made, and nobody really told him no, and I think he probably perceived that the world revolved around him. And so this is Goliath's theme song. I Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 29, 23. A person's pride will bring humiliation, but one who's lowly of spirit will obtain honor. There are so many examples of pride in our world today, and there's lots from Scripture. We'll start in Scripture, and it doesn't take us long to find pride causing problems. Genesis 3 is where we begin. It says, you know the story, the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal that the Lord God had made. 
He said to the woman, did God say you shall not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that's in the middle of the garden. Nor shall you touch it or you will die. But the serpent said to the woman, you'll not die. For God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be open. And you'll be like God knowing good and evil. Did you know probably the rest of the story? Pride entered in. And the thought became, you know, I, I'll be like God. I want to be like God. I don't want to serve Him. I want to be like Him. Well, the pride causes problems we're still suffering from today. Not further on in Genesis, in chapter 11, we're told the whole earth had one language. Adam and Eve had populated a great deal of the earth now. So this is hundreds of years later. The whole earth had one language and the same words, and they migrated from the east. They came upon a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. They said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. And look what they say. And let us make a name for ourselves. Let us pat ourselves on the back. Let us hug ourselves because we are so smart. Otherwise, we'll be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And they were scattered because of pride. They were here to serve God. They wanted to make a name for themselves. And we can be the same way. Pride. Satan's fall, as you recall, was because of pride. Isaiah chapter 14 tells the story in just a few verses. How you are fallen from heaven. O day star, son of dawn. How you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I'll sit on the mountain of assembly on the heights of Zaphon. I will ascend to the top of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. And he fell. Because of pride. A lot of things happen. I'm skipping to the New Testament now. And we're going to look at a verse in a minute. Before we look at it, let me tell you some things that happened in Luke chapter 9. Busy chapter about things happening. Jesus sends out the disciples to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. He feeds 5,000 men plus women and children with five loaves and two fish. He tells his disciples that the crucifixion is coming, that he'll be killed. He uh, also, the Mount of Transfiguration appears in Luke chapter 9. Moses and Elijah appear. Jesus heals a demon-possessed boy. It's a busy chapter. Again, he tells the disciples he'll be betrayed. So much is going on. You would think the disciples would be just on some kind of a spiritual high, very advanced, very mature. And look at verse 46. After all this happens in Luke 9. Look what they're doing. An argument arose among them as to which one of them was the greatest. That's kind of sad, isn't it? Jesus gave his life for them. He's teaching them what to do and how to live. But they can't get rid of that pride. And they argue about which one of them is the greatest. That's far from Christianity. Captain James Cook, 
the English explorer credited with discovering Hawaii, which always seems silly to me because there were people there, but he discovered it. So he died in 1779. When he first landed in Hawaii, the natives there gave him divine treatment, treated him as if he was a god. There were some coincidences that occurred. The carving on a ship reminded them of one of their gods, and they thought he might be, and so they rolled out the red carpet. And he did nothing to stop it. He enjoyed it. He embraced that role. Finally, he had to leave. And upon leaving, a storm broke out a day or two after he left, and one of the main masts broke, and they limped back into Hawaii problems occurred and the natives figured out that no God could be turned back by a storm, they turned on Captain Cook and he was killed. Largely because of pride. Men, because I am one, we can be sometimes proud. I don't know if you know that about us. My wife is going to just flip out on what I'm about to tell you. I don't want to die. I'm proud that I don't have to take medication. But I probably every now and then ought to go get checked on, shouldn't I? But I'm too proud to do that. Because I'm not taking anything and I don't need to go. Pride can get in our way. Spiritually can get in our way. All sorts of ways can get in our way. And she's probably going to make a doctor's appointment for me this week later. <laughs> So, what's the cure? What do we do? And all of us wrestle with this. What can we do? Have you ever heard this saying, I am third? I remember hearing that as a child, and I loved the theology of the truth. I am third. God is first. Others are second. And I'm at the bottom of the list. And I believe that's what the gospel teaches. God first, you before me, and then me. I like that because it's consistent with Scripture. Is it consistent with our world today? It's really not. Matthew 22, Jesus tells us what the greatest law is. In the beginning of verse 36, he's asked the question, what's the What's commandment in the law of the greatest? Jesus says, love God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. That's the greatest first, number one. Second, like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Love them, God, neighbor, yourself. All these two commandments hang all the law and all the prophets. So, and, and you're here and you're ahead of the curve, but we need to learn this world is not about us. It's about God. We're not here to be served. We're here to serve. 1 Peter 4.10 about you says this. God has given each of you a gift from this great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to make a lot of money. Use them well to get all you want. What's it say? Use them well to serve one another. That's what it's about. Jesus was such a great example. And I thought about his example of washing feet, and I almost read that to you, but 
Philippians 2 really puts what I want to say today in the best of words. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing of the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better as yourself. Let each of you look not to your own interest, but to the interest of others. Let the same be mind be that was in Christ Jesus. And here's his example. Who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, being found in human form. He humbled himself, became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above everything, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord glory of God, the Father. If we regard others as better than ourselves, if we follow the example of Christ, pride will not be a problem. Over the years, you've seen it and I've seen it. I've seen pride keep people from God. They were too proud to ask God for help. They were too proud to admit they were sinners. Too proud to confess it. They were too proud that they could not admit they needed grace. And about that, James says this in chapter 4, verse 6. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Which side do you want to be on? I think I know. One more video I want you to see. Two illnesses that have reached epidemic proportions today are prideful acts and opinionation. And many have lost hope. Symptoms include hair loss, anger, the urge to debate, and delusions of not needing directions. I see prideful every day in my practice. It destroys friendships, marriages, and careers. Sufferers can find it impossible for any advice or helpful input. But now there's hope. Introducing humility. I was actually able to hear my spouse again. You know, if I saved my marriage. I suffered from full-blown, mad-resistant pride for life. Humility completely cured my hearing and my vision. Make the decision that will change your life. Try Humilify today. Humilify. Isn't it time you swallowed your pride? Does that apply to the world we live in today? Yeah, it does. You know the truth. And it can change the world. Because Scripture tells us the truth will set us free. Thank God we are free, even from our pride. Let's pray to God.